This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Pain and Sylvester Incorporated on Fubar Radio. Have you been accused of a crime that you didn't commit? Are you looking for free, confidential, professional advice and legal representation? Do you want to hear a friendly voice on the phone? No? Then you've come to the right place. Here at Payne and Sylvester Inc., we don't actually care about your problems. We've got problems too, bitch. We're just here for the bans. Give us a call or send us a tweet or email us and we'll tackle your problems. Terms and conditions apply. We won't actually tackle a single one of your shitty problems. In fact, we'll probably make them worse. We're not even real lawyers. We will not be tackling a single one of your shitty problems. We can't guarantee we'll tackle a single one of your shitty problems, but we will try in our own unique way. Our unique way being the way of Michael Payne, Adam Johnson. Hello. And our very, very special guest presenter... Beanie! Hey, how are we doing? How are we? Thank you for joining us today, bro. Thanks for having me, man. No worries. Uh, 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 Basically, to all our listeners, Harley, Reese Urchin, and Natalie, aka Sarah Dibunda, are all absent for various reasons. Reese's is probably the most interesting exotic reason. He's in Singapore at the moment. Yes. Um, Sweet. Harley's moving house. He's moving from. Southwest to North London, and Natalie's got the day off. Yeah, in order of uh, exoticism, exoticness, yeah. or whatever the 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 noun is. Um, yeah, well, adjective that would be an adjective, adjective isn't it? Because yeah, it's, it's a describing word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's myself, Michael Payne, and Beanie joining you with our very uh, esteemed producer, Adam. And we've got a few things to talk about, but also please get your emails in from now. Get your tweets in if you want us to help with your legal queries. Uh, we'll try and help you out in life because you need that help, I think, man. Yeah. But um, in the meantime, man, what's what's been going on, Beanie? Oh, it's been um, it's been a busy year so far. Yeah, I mean the guy. Um, because for people that don't know you, mm. tell them tell them exactly what it is that you what do. I do. So uh, my name's Beanie. I'm drummer for uh, the live dance act Rudimental. So I've been touring with them for the past four years or so, um, playing various countries, smashing it up, enjoying Absolutely. it. It's been really good fun. Yeah. And I also uh, play guitar and bass for a singer that came from Rudimental. Her name's uh, Amory. Yeah, because you're all a very tight-knit family. It's a tight-knit family. Amory's the first signing to Major Tom's, which is the Rudimental record label, Mm -hmm. through Warner's. So everything's kept within the family. Yeah. You know, she's like a little sister to me, so it's like, definitely want to be involved in that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So last, well, let me think. So this year we've... um, Australia and the States and we're on the festival season at the moment yep. so just getting through three four countries a week amazing um, and you're off tomorrow aren't you I'm off tomorrow yeah it's uh, be- uh, Belgium tomorrow and then Amsterdam then Switzerland then come back do a uh, live lounge with Anne-Marie nice Hopefully I was allowed to say that yeah yeah um, yeah 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 and um yeah, um, yeah, it's been busy, busy time, but really exciting. Yeah, and then you're also um, like you're a, a fantastic drummer. 
Thank you. Um, and uh, I, I remember we were talking about me getting drum lessons off you, mm. and that, and that's Come still, through. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because I really want to be a drummer. I, um, I always gravitate towards like visually whenever I watch a band play um, or a live act play, whatever. I always gravitate towards what the drummer's doing. I'm just like right. obsessed with rhythm. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a, a rapper thing. I'm, sp- I'm, I'm guessing just I'd, yeah, I'm, syncopation I'd, and, and yeah. And, you know. I guess so. I guess so. Maybe. Um, but you know even if they've got a very sort of eccentric front man playing the guitar and just you know just killing it on the axe I'm just like yeah what's the drummer saying oh I say 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 (laughs) apart from apart from if um, in fact you know what actually even if it's like an acoustic set and there's like a guy on a cajon I'll probably still be like what's he beating out on that box you know what I mean it's it's all very interesting to me it's a vibe there's lots to look at you know and it's just kind of um yeah, it's just um, it's just an interesting instrument I find. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a bit, a bit of um, a party going on. I just want to say. Yeah, to I was going to say you guys have walked in here with yeah. some red stripe. Yeah, is this not would a normal like practice here? And I mean, would you like one? Oh, I would love one. Come on, go on then. Then. come on! It's all got very two, Let's on tour. two black guys <laughs> with dreadlocks yeah. walked into <laughs> Fubar with two Jamaican patties, four cans of red stripe. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting really yes. ethnic in here. It's great. It's great. I'm gonna have a sip now. Oh, Joe, you know I've not had a beer all year. I've been, I've, been, I've been off the beer because so I've just been You're drinking joking. like whiskeys, uh, gins, sort of just spirits. Mm-hmm. I've not had a beer all Was year. Was it what for for what weight purposes? Uh, just because I kept feeling like really bloated and gassy, yeah. and the hangovers the next morning were just oh, I just feel like oh, absolute crap. It's, it's, so I just thought. Go for whiskeys, go for the spirits, see what that's like. Yeah, yeah. And the hangovers have been so much better. Right. Really? <laughs> it's mad. Because better. it's the other way round for me. Yeah, yeah I love that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the hangovers are so much better. It's a yeah. vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even go out. Yeah. I just I just drink and drink and drink and <laughs> go to bed. Hangover. Just so I can wake up with a um, pleasant hangover. Uh. No, I um it's the other way round for me. I the 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 beer hangover is quite hazy. Um yeah. And like it's annoying, and, and it, I feel a bit queasy mm. with, with a beer hangover. But if I have a spirits hangover, it's headache, yeah. um, extra queasiness, and just like lethargy. I just don't want to get. I don't want to do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like if I move, I'm gonna throw up. Oh yeah, it's a it's a crazy one. I don't really get hangovers. Do you not? I don't, and I go out a lot, and I end up drinking a lot. Yeah, I don't get you play one of the most sort of successful dance acts in the world. I would say you definitely drink Boo- a lot. Booze happens, yeah. yeah. It tends to happen, but it, it's but yeah, I don't see. Maybe just it's as a constant. Yeah, yeah, maybe you system. haven't. Yeah, you haven't, haven't got sober down. yet. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I've got. There's no other explanation. <laughs> Hasn't been sober since you joined Rudimental. Damn, that would be great. Scary. <laughs> You're still functioning. Yeah, though. but yeah, well, it's, it's working fine. Absolutely. You're here right now in the greatest radio station in yes, the world. Yes, Fubar. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what Fubar stands for? I thought. Um, I thought Fubar was like Fubard. It was mean, it, fu- it, it is a, up beyond yeah, all there you recognition? Go. There you yeah. go. There you go. Or some people say all repair, but I like recognition. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Because uh, we don't need repair. That's all we crave. We just crave recognition. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're so fucked up, we can't get it. And we're getting fucked up. We're drinking red stripes. Hey. I'm about to um, smash through some Jamaican patties in a bit. It's going to get very, very Kingston Town in there, man. Let's get it. Very shortly. Can I just um, say quickly, there, yeah, of course. there is a very loose link between you, myself, and Rudimental. 
you remember our first bonding experience, Michael? Was when we went to Love Box. Oh my God! You're absolutely right. Oh. Yeah. So this time last year, because it's this weekend, um, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Literally this time last year, almost to the day, myself and Adam. We we went down to Victoria Park for yep. Love Box, Big. where Rudimental were headlining, nice. featuring your kind self. Excellent. And um, we were with Hugh Joseph, who hosts uh, a show with me on Friday, and he also presents a show called the, Is it the Tuesday Roundup? Yeah, yep, on Tuesdays. And um, he had to go because he had another sort of. Um, he was DJing or yeah. some. Yeah. So it was just, it was just me and Adam left, and we just kind of yeah we really bonded, man. We we went and had some free Nando's. Oh yes. Um, yeah, and then we and then we watched Rudimentals headline set, and it was great. It was sick. Oh, it was cool. an experience. Yeah, it was literally just me and Adam against the world sort Wicked. of thing. You know what I mean? Because some of the crowd, you know, it's a, it's a festival, so some of the crowd are a bit rowdy, but yeah. we were just looking after ourselves. You know Wicked. what I mean? In the mid, in the thick of things. Nice. You know I mean? Glad you got yeah. enjoyed it. Man. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun one. It's, it's, it's good to have you exactly a year later. Yes. joining us. Excellent stuff. It's weird how things work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the world's round for a reason. Yeah. Are you looking forward to? Um, are you going this year? I am. Yeah, I'm playing Love Box yeah. tomorrow. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. Playing a very short set on the Vision stage. If anyone's listening and interested, yeah, um, that will be a vibe. Yeah. Vision stage is always popping. Exactly. And um, f- I'm not. Go- I can't go on Saturday because it's um, a friend. But you know Nina Nesbit. Yes. So it's her birthday on Saturday. Well, her birthday barbecue on Saturday. So right. I have to attend that. So I can't go to um, Love Box. But then Sunday, Citadel in the same um, park. What's that? Citadel Festival. Yeah, and Caribou. Um, oh, Cigaros. Oh, Cigaros, yeah. Do you know what? I heard about that from last year, actually. That, that sounds right up my street. Um, yeah, it should be nice and chilled. Mm. I can't. Re- I really can't wait I'm for that. Hoping the weather because we're going to be going. Fubar's going to be going there doing some interviews yeah. and stuff. Oh, cool. So, but I'm hoping the weather's going to hold out. I'm going to check right according now. According to do- mm. like, from today, right now it's all right. Yeah. This is what I can deal with. Yeah, absolutely. On the way about, here, about 20 minutes exactly. ago, it was pissing. I it didn't down. see any of that. Beanie was I, having a nap. I had a little nap. My missus is, is uh, listening now. She, uh, yeah, she has something to say about that. But yeah. Um, yeah, I sort of woke up, had a big breakfast, had a quick nap. Evidently missed all the rain. That's nice. Thank God. Yeah, it was good. I woke up, it was sunny, man. I'm happy. It's, I can <laughs> confirm that it's going to be sunny throughout Sunday. Yeah, but the mm, weather at the moment is... They're talking breeze. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, it doesn't look like it's going to rain till like next Friday. Seriously. Seriously? As, yeah, according to this app, you can see it here. According right. to this app, it's going to be nothing but sun and a bit of cloud. But no... Precipitation. Mm. I'm looking forward to that, but you're right. I don't really trust it. Nah, it's hard to. I really don't trust it. It could be Theresa May right in the weather for all we know. Mm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Definitely, definitely don't. I'm trust sure it. we'll get into that. <laughs> we will get into that shit right now because that's uh, that's the most pressing matter. I don't know what we're gonna do. We're gonna have another dragon running things in London, you know, in the UK. Mm. Margaret Thatcher is. She's gonna look like fucking. I don't know, a leader of the Green Party compared to... Or the, a leader of the Lib Dems, a real leader of the Lib uh, Dems, not Nick Clegg. I'm just getting put off by all these the horrible photos that everyone's using. You know, when she's got the screw face. Yeah. Blah, and the statistics a- are quite alarming as well. Apparently, um, oh, what was it? Half of the last 10 PMs we've had, prime ministers we've had mm. in the country, I, I could be wrong with the number, but half of them weren't elected. They that just is assumed just power. The first one I remember was Gordon Brown. Yeah. Because when Tony Blair dropped out. Yeah. 
But even he, well, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't elected, was he? Gordon Brown. No. Yeah. Is it? Is could there possibly? I don't know. I'm not. You know, I'm not the sort of conspiracy theorist all the time. But could it be something within the party that's going on where it's like, okay, they've really agreed. I'm going to do this amount of time, and then I'm going to chip off. You need going there. Yeah, let's share the, the same ideas. It's cool. All right, cool. Let's pass it on. Let's yeah. pass it on. It's true. Who knows? They they could literally just be treating Ten Downing Street like. Um, a, like a, you know when you were younger and you used to have like the little stolen mopeds on the estate <laughs> they could be treating 10 down yeah. the street like that like you have a go now you have yeah, a go exactly. nah, 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 nah. I don't know if I'm ready no yeah. go on man go on have a go have a go have someone go. Like, can get away with a certain amount and then you know the public can sort of lose trust in them like yeah. okay, they've lost trust in me now you take over for a bit yeah. you can make a few mistakes as you're just starting yeah. once you've made too many mistakes I'll like, pass it on and blah 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 you know yeah. they're literally just passing it around yeah. it's like a spliff yeah, yeah. It's like a spliff. That's what it's I like, like to a think. a really shit spliff. <laughs> like, the well, worst Either that one. or the most powerful spliff the in the world. The most powerful <laughs> one. Like, the, like, or, uh, you know what I mean? Or one of the most powerful spliffs in the world. Just yeah. like one pang zoo. Uh. And it's like David Cameron's just been bunning it for ages. And Nick Clegg's been trying to get it. Nick yeah, Clegg yeah, actually yeah. got past the zoo, yeah? But David Cameron just took it off him. Yeah, yeah. And was bunning go. it for ages. ages. And then, like, Nick Clegg's like, can I have a little yeah. talk? No, <laughs> no, man, you're not ready for this, Nick. And then he just passed it. Teresa, your turn, your yeah. turn. Yeah. Have a puff on that, and she's like, <laughs> she just came from nowhere at the side of the bathroom. Yeah, just came through, so just like, in it. Middle conversation, yeah. just like because there. she's like the big sister in it. So like, she comes out of the bathroom. She's like, who's smoking weed yeah. in there? And David Cameron's like, it was Nick. It was yeah. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but have some in it. Try uh, some. It's nice. She's like, all right, cool, cool. As long as I get a hit on that, and then she's just gonna bun it for ages, and then she's gonna, and then like. Boris Johnson will probably come back, and because he's known that you know everyone knows that he was bunning zoots in in uh, in university, he was smoking True. joints in uni. I he think David like Cameron was now. smoking joints in uni as well, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. And uh, so they're used to this shit, mm. passing this around to just their friends. It's mad. It's, it's absolutely it's pretty, crazy. It's pretty, cr it's pretty scary. But that's allowed that you're allowed to have someone in power that's not been voted for at all, and, and we're right. supposed to trust their leadership and trust that they have our best interests at heart yeah. when we ha they haven't given us any idea of what they're really up to what they really want to do right. their new policies or whatever we just have to take it absolutely she might have a completely next agenda completely next ideas coming up we have to do with it yeah. just deal with it well it's, it's common knowledge that she's been um, like anti-gay rights yes. anti-human anti rights that's know? the scariest thing politicians trying to get rid of human rights bills and, and human like that's crazy <laughs> are you like that's the type of shit that you read about like for like when you're reading George Orwell in, in GCSE yeah. English and you're like that will never happen it's that type of like totalitarian government that type of fucked up shit that only these types of authors write about that won't really happen but look at it now look at it now 2016 man it's been a crazy year it's been it's been quite like if we weren't living in this and we and we read about it, mm. for instance, we'd be like, fuck, man, how do people survive in those times? Like, why was there not all out sort of like anarchy? Yeah. Totally. But we just kind of let the. We, talk we about Yeah, we are things. kind of just like a little bit docile. Yeah. About the whole thing. Not just over here, but like in, in, the, world. in, America, in the world. We've in somewhat desensitised. Yeah. Things happen, and, you know, the best we can do a lot of the time is protest and yeah. march. You know, I've been on my fair share of marches for certain causes, mm. but some some of those those problems, a march hasn't solved them. They haven't been solved no, yet. No, no. You know, when you just think of when I just think of how many was it a few hundred that died in the Turkey last terrorism attack in yeah. Turkey. Just think about that. Mm. Think about that. We live in a world where where someone can just go into an area and just 
dash the place up. Mm-hmm. Just dash it up. Kill hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Just calm. It's true. And it's, you know... Those types of people uh, are walking among us. Yeah. You know? Just like there was uh, a... Th- man, you, th- like yeah, th- you're talking about the airport, right? Yeah, um, yeah. there was an airport, but there was another one as well. Is there was another one in Baghdad yeah. quite recently. Yeah, yes, yeah. There was like so, like hundreds and hundreds. Right. Um, still still counting. Yeah. And There's so just, many atrocities going on in the world right now. It's actually, when you really think about it, it's, it's scary. You know? It really is, but we do try and remain happy and positive. Got to, mm. man. There's, there's some beautiful things in the world, and there there's things indeed. that still connect us. So, absolutely, that's all we've got, man. Absolutely, I think that you know, wh- one day the uh, I think the old guard are going to die out anyway, and there's going to be a bit of a cultural and political shift in the, in the sort of next generation because you know people of our sort of demographic, people who understand. Um, basic human rights and mm. a bit of open-mindedness are going to be running the world soon that's a very good point that's a very i didn't really think of it like that actually as we grow up if you, if you just look at the way young people voted for instance with uh, the mm. eu the 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 lion's share of them massive um it was uh massively erred on the side of remain you know it was i think it was like three to one young mm. people voted to remain so it, it kind of gives me hope for the future because I just think, all right, all all the old sort of closed-minded, um, a sort of prehistoric people, basically, they're on their way out. Yeah, <laughs> they're on their way out. There's going to be a lot of smiling, a lot of funerals. Yeah, basically. Uh, f- yeah. 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 Should we play a song? Yeah. On that note, let's because I want to eat some of this Jamaican pie. What one do you want? I'll load a couple. Awesome. All right. Let's go for. We'll, we'll play one of the old school ones that Harley plays. Um, have we got any? Have we got any of them? Well, all right. Let's go for an urban one then. An urban one. An urban In one. In fact, you know, on that note, let's play "Everyone's Dead" by Rizzle Kicks. <laughs> Going down. Yeah. Fubar Radio, Payne and Sylvester Incorporated. It's Payne. Beanie and Johnson Incorporated today because so many of the other members of staff are absent. One's moving house, one's in Singapore, and one's in bed. <laughs> Watching Megan the Murderer. What up, Natalie? <laughs> I know she's been working today. She has. I told her to fuck off. I did. I told her to stop working. <laughs> I did. I had to tell her to fuck off today, man. She was WhatsApping me about work. Don't you hate uh, when people do that? Yeah. You know, like... Because obviously, you know, we, we live a, a, a life of leisure. Mm. Even yourself, you know, working in radio, I, I, that's, that, obviously it's, it's work, it's mm. hard work and stuff, but it's also very enjoyable, right? But um, when, when you have like a boring routine run-of-the-mill job, yeah. and you're sitting at home and you're doing your thing, and then someone texts you about a job that you don't... That, that they shouldn't be paying so much attention to. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. not saying, you know, Natalie's job isn't fun and isn't important. <laughs> but she's getting rid of Take a day off. Yeah, Take yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, off, yeah. She deserves one. True. She deserves one. That's the main thing. Yeah. You know? And I, and I made, at, at first, I had to apologise to her because I, I, I thought I was making it sound as if I was telling her to fuck off and stop talking to me. <laughs> 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 and then I kind of read back what I wrote and I was like, actually, you know, what I really meant was. Stop talking about work. Have a break, you know? Switch your brain off. And just Absolutely. Chill. Speaking of uh, making a murderer, what are your top Netflix Ooh. binge vibes? Good question. Because Good I, question. I, I'll, I'll give you one that I am... Um, I'm really, really, really late to the party on this one, but I think Luther's the best thing I've ever oh seen in my, my life. God. Luther's Let's incredible. Go. Come Luther's on. incredible. It's... Unbelievable. No, oh, no, 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 no,
interesting fact about Idris Elba he's on his way to being the highest grossing actor this year wow and it's only June what in England or the world in the world oh man yeah last two years running it's been Dwayne Johnson The Rock, the Rock. like billions mm. because it's not how much the actors made it's how much the films he's been in have generated what films has he been in? Who? Uh, Idris, um, Idris Elba. I'm trying to um, think. Zootropolis, the big massive Disney film. Oh, right. Um, what else was there? Oh, Jesus, he's been in so many. T uh, Tarzan, I think, or Jungle oh, right. Book. Oh, was it Jungle Book or Tarzan? I think it was uh, Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Right, I think. Um, he's been in Bastille Day. Um, but then the thing is, what it is, is that he's got films that are coming out. There's a Star Wars coming out this year. We all know what the fuck Star Wars number uh, Star Trek Star, Star Trek Star Sorry Trek. My bad, my bad. Still. Sorry Trekkies no, no. <laughs> I know they're going to be Sending me hate mail oh, How hey. dare you <laughs> You can't do that Yeah um, So yeah he's, He gets about He gets about He's in Finding Dory yeah, There you go Massive already He hasn't even touched uh, I don't think it's touched no, UK it's not, cinemas it's, it's yet It's not over here yet He's already grossed like Tens or maybe hundreds of millions In, in the US Jesus And Idris Elba's in all of these Wow and he just kills the series game, doesn't he? Really? Yeah, he's the, he's, he's, he's just in the best ones. Absolutely, absolutely. He's uh, like Luther is, is is crazy. Oh man, I just and, and it's all based around East London, Shoreditch yeah. way. So um, yeah, we were talking about it the other day, weren't we? Yeah, you can just you know it's driving past places just behind your house. Mm. So it just makes it even more creepy. It's it's it, dope. And you'll know when the, the, the beauty of it is. Another thing we were talking about is you'll know when they've shortened the sequence. You know. For instance, you'll be watching Lufa and you'll be driving down Old Street and he'll turn a corner and then all of a sudden you'll be on Essex Road and we'll be like, that can't happen, mate. Lie, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That can't happen, pal. What the fuck? <laughs> what are your favourite Just write into the continuity, people. Yeah, 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 what the fuck are you doing? Excuse me, mate. What the fuck are you doing? You're, you're fucking up the image yeah, of my area. Yeah. You're making it look as if Old Street leads to Essex Road. Yeah. Stop Taxi that drivers shit. are livid because they get the shortcuts. Yeah, people are getting in taxis, can't Yeah, I need to get from Old Street to Essex Road in five seconds like Idris Elba does. Can you help me? Like, nah, mate. Nah. Um, but uh, right, my favourites. Can we go? What's top three? Top three. Top three ever. Um, in no particular order, Luther is definitely. Oh, wait, is Luther on Netflix? Yes, of course. Yes, we, on, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I watched the the last season that's on not, the BBC. Yeah, that's not on, that's Netflix. not on Netflix yet. But yes, Luther is up there. Arrested Development. Ah, oh, yes, uh, yes, um, sir, yes. Sir. If, oh, see, can I do top five? Because I can't. You can do top five. Top, top, top three five. is far too difficult. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, Luther, Arrested Development. Um, Sons of Anarchy has to be said. Not seen it. Brilliant. Is it vibes? Pure vibes. Um, uh, Breaking Bad, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. For real, for real. And uh, The Wire. The Wire. How could I forget that? Okay, Wait, was what, the is that on Netflix? I don't How know. I've not Netflix? checked. No, I think I it might. It must be. Maybe it is. I think oh. it might have come off of Netflix quite recently. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they took it down or some right, shit. Okay. I'm sure I watched that on Netflix. Right, right, see, see, see. I'm pretty certain I did. Yeah, those nice. are my top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good top five. What's your top five? Okay, so I'm going to go for Bojack Horseman. Hey! Which one was that? Uh, Bojack oh, Horseman is the uh, Will Arnett. Uh, he's a horse. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That's good. Unbreakable. Wicked, They're live, damn it. Now, I'm going to go a little bit rogue because some of these are on Amazon. And right. I've got Amazon Prime. Yeah, cool, man. Go on, go on, go on. Favourite series, we could Man in the High Castle. Explain. What's so, that? Man in the High Castle is a uh, Philip K. Dick novel about a future, uh, an alternate world where the Nazis won the Second World War. Right. Yes. Rah. And it's like Nazi-occupied America, and there's like um, these video reels, old film reels of 
the Allies winning the war and they're don't, being passed round. Don't the Nazis own the half, East Coast? Yeah, East and Coast and was the, Japanese the Japanese own the West Coast. Coast. And it's and there's like a neutral zone in the middle, and it's really, really it's just uh, second season's like coming out in November time, but it's so good. Like nice, nice, nice. Uh, the other one is Manhattan. That's on Netflix, isn't it? I think that's on Netflix and on Amazon. It's, uh, it's about the Manhattan Project, the Force building on. of the uh, atom bomb. Wow. So good because everything's like top secret in there. Yeah. Like none of them files have ever been released. I don't think. Right. So they're just like making up stories, going, "Well, that could have possibly happened." <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, no one's going to know. Yeah, yeah. It's true. I reckon it's like they're just like calling the bluff of the people who hold the secrets, going. This happened so that the people go, no, it never, this happened. Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, we've yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we've got the secrets. Because yeah, yeah. there was, <laughs> not, so. not spoiling it, but there was a bit where they realised that their device wasn't probably going to work. Right. And I'm thinking, oh my God, how are they going to get, are they ever going to build this bomb? Of course they're going to build the bomb. It actually happened. I know what, how the ends, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. in real life. But it's how crazy, right? Because did you find yourself kind of rooting for them to finish building an yeah. atomic bomb? Weird, isn't it? I know. Because in real life, you'd be like, no, fuck just that. Everyone's disarmed. Let it go <laughs> but wrong, But then you're please. watching TV yeah. again and go, on, yeah. hurry up and build. You can do it, no. guys. So is it like just a show of, a bit um, of camaraderie. Is it like um, documentary style? Or just no, it's all, it's all uh, dramatised series. Dramatic, yeah. So it's all like about secrets and affairs. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, the way it's set up is like it's uh, the wives of the scientists in the Manhattan Project can't know about what they're doing so they're keeping secrets and then the wives are keeping secrets because they're having affairs and okay right all, yeah it's really good so is it nice. like um Oh, what is it called? Lo- love and Hip Hop. Love, <laughs> love and Hip Hop Nazi. <laughs> the Nazi edition. Love and Hip Hop Germany, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love and Hip Hop 40s Germany. <laughs> that Love and Hip Hop stuff's hilarious. <laughs> That's jokes. Love and Hitler. Yeah. Love and Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's good. That's good. Um, what we're going to do next. So, uh, you, you have you met Reese, who is uh, researching is, um, our resident. Um, urchin with encyclopedic knowledge. Okay. He's a little rude boy. Okay. But he just knows things. Okay. Hence the name. Because he's an urchin, he's a he's a scout, bit of a scoundrel. Okay. You know? Right. Um. And uh, but he also is a champion researcher. Hence the name researching. Okay. He's he's not in today, but um he was at wireless. Was mm-hmm. it? Excuse me. Sorry. Red stripe burp. Booze. Oh wow! <laughs> that might have been my first on-air burp. Yeah, I've achieved, I've achieved a lot of milestones this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm past a few milestones. Um, so yeah, Reese was down at Wireless Festival last week, and he interviewed the mighty Chasing Status. Excellent. Uh, are you a fan of Chasing Status? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Same. same. Good lads. Um, so this was a very, very good interview. So sh- big shout out to Reese, who's currently in Singapore. But this is him interviewing uh, Chasing Status last week at Wireless. It's yes, Payne Sylvester Incorporated. You're on Fubar Radio. Yes, guys, it's Fubar Radio with myself, Rhys Sanders. We're at Wireless Festival and we're joined by Chasing Status. How are we, guys? Looking sharp today. How are we? We're good, Thank my you, friend. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. I'm liking this Machino Clicks. I heard, I've heard a little rumour that you have an exhibition-worthy wardrobe of Machino outfits. <laughs> is this? Yeah, this is true. And I'm doing an exhibition, actually, uh, in 2017. So watch out for a bit of info on that if you're interested. Definitely. Yeah, 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 definitely. So we're about to jump on stage in front of like thousands of people at one of the biggest festivals in the UK now. You might have been about for a minute. So do you still get that, like, raw adrenaline, you know, from, like, the beginning times, or is it more a bit plain sailing nowadays? Well, you know, we've done a lot of shows, and, and not all of them we get that nervous, but I definitely would say this is a big, big moment for us. You know, you can't deny it's like 55, 60,000 people in London, one of the biggest festivals, like you said, and 
you know, we're headlining it. So right now we're okay and the sun will start going down and the, the penultimate act will come off and then you start going, all right, everyone, yeah, yeah. all the management, all the crew, everyone gets a bit more tense and, and, and you feel that. And it will be, it'll be nervous excitement and energy. And uh, I think if it's anything like the other shows we do in London or festivals, then it'll be amazing. Do you ever like want to, you know, don your daisy, your daisy headbands and your daisy dukes and get out there amongst the mist of it and watch your favourite artists? Or is it a bit like, you know, now you've had that VIP lifestyle. It's like, you know, when you fly first class, you don't want to go back to economy. Is it a bit well, like that? You know, you know what? Like festivals are better out there. They're not, festivals are not, the fun isn't backstage. There's this thing of everyone wants to get backstage. You can't hear anything. You can't see anything. You're just standing around yeah. on, on the grass. Like. This is backstage, so it's it's, back, it's, it's it's nice to have some space. But yeah, like you know, I mean, I was at Glastonbury a couple of weeks ago, and it, that, being out there watching acts and stuff is is reminds you. It's like, oh yeah, this is what the people that come to watch us experience. You know, it's amazing watching live music, and uh, it's always about being in the crowd, man. It's yeah, not about no, this backstage thing. Yeah, definitely. Now, like, obviously, every festival you go to, you've got your, your various different types of people at the festivals. Like, some, obviously, we love more than others. Uh, personally, I'm not a big fan of the guys who piss in a pint glass and like to throw it about, you know. Like, any, other, any other circumstance, that I don't feel like that would be acceptable, you know. If you're on a bus yeah. playing for your favourite T2 tracks off your yeah. D500 and someone starts <laughs> flinging shit at you, like, it's acceptable. So, what's chasing status is, like, do's and don'ts at a festival? Well, don't yeah, don't throw piss on <laughs> us, please, uh, or um, at anyone. Try not to wear your freshest, brandest, cleanest, newest trainers. The more time you'll don them and you'll leave home and you'll leave the festival in the evening and yeah. they'll be covered in shit. Yeah, I've got my beaters on myself today, you know, yeah. so I, I see that one. You got any, uh, what, what are the do's and don'ts have we got? Oh, well, man, it's hard, really. Like, um, don't trust the forecast. I don't think British weather actually knows if it's coming or going. So today was meant to be sunny all day. And it's all right, but it's a bit colder than I thought. Everyone's like, it's going to be hot. It's been well hot and wireless. It's, like, it's not that hot, really. But, um, yeah, I don't know what else, man. Just uh, bring a tour bus. Bring a tour bus, <laughs> bring a tour manager. <laughs> and try as many people to help yeah. you as possible because it's going to be a nightmare, whatever you do. Uh, you man are known for like your big, you know, bringing people out and surprising people. Have we got a couple of surprises in stock today? You're going to blow everyone away? Yeah, we've got yeah. a couple of nice surprises and a couple of staples that we always bring out with us. So, uh, yeah, we don't like to say much. We just like to let it happen and hopefully when people see it, they'll enjoy it, man. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a good show plan. We've got a lot of new music. We've got a lot of old music now as well, but we're really excited about playing lots of new music for everyone as well. And um, can't wait, can't wait to get out there. Yeah, man, and talking about new music, you just brought out uh, a new track with George the Poet, a legend in the game. Like, yeah. you, man, are known for, for crossing genres, and it, it always works, you know. We've seen it in the past as well with other people like Run DMC and Aerosmith Queen. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you've, you've recently, like I say, George the Poet, you did the track with Slaves, and you brought out the, the, London, uh, the London Bars EP as well. So, like, is when you come up with these ideas, who cooks them up? Do you, do you come up with the, the beats first and think, you know, it will suit this? Or do you think, you know what, I want to work with this artist, let's make this kind of rhythm? The latter. The latter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Single, always it, different. It all it's comes different. about in different ways. With the slaves, when we got in the room together and we left with a song, that's what it was. Um, some of the London Bars EP, the beats were done. Um, people heard them and jumped on it. Things like Funny featuring Frisco, Frisk Come Down. We had a bust of bass noise, and then within 10 minutes I had an idea, and he said, I like that. We made it on the fly with him there. It all, it all varies, Spoke, man. Spoken Word was, is, it was just loving what George was, had done on his last album and, and how, he, how he does it and what he says and how he says it. And 
anyone that catches our ear like that, we try and get in touch with. And you know, he's, he lives in London, and it was he, you know, his fans of what we did, which made it easy. And suddenly, we're in a recording studio, and we were making music that we do. And suddenly, he's doing what he does on it. And we looked at each other, and we were like, "This could actually run here." And yeah, we've ended up with a chat we're very excited about. Yeah, yeah. So do you know, like when you're in the you're in the lab, you're cooking up a few beats. Is it like? A mutual thing you both think yeah do you know like this is this is happening now or is it more of a because like that london bars ep that was flame i don't know whose idea that was but you know what I, I personally i rated that a lot so is it is it like a like do you do you just connect like that or do you sometimes have to like sit the other one down and be like listen um the, what i've just done is fire so you need to <laughs> oh well i, we I think really think like i think we gen- generally we kind of know something's running or not i mean we make a lot of music and for every track we release, there's a trillion tracks that, that, don't. that, that don't. And, it, you know, the, the cream kind of rises to the top. And it's, it's kind of easy, you know, you start to realise, all right, actually, living with a song, this is good, or it's not really working. And, we're, you know, we, stuff that's not working, we just get rid of quickly now. We, we work faster now than we used to. Yeah. So we generally agree about what's good. And it's not hard picking, picking records to release because they're just the ones. And everyone knows it, really. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like I say, you got like obviously you got you've been about for a minute. You you met at university, am I right? Was, no, but oh. we met we, we met in London before university when we were a bit younger and um, about nineteen ninety seven and just from mutual friends going raving that whole London rave scene and and uh, and then we just coincidentally ended up at uni. But our Wikipedia says that, so everyone says that, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. But, we, but I mean, it's you know it's a few years before that. Basically, we linked up. Right, perfect. Well, we're looking forward to your set. You can shell it down. I assume yeah, you will shell it down. You yeah, always do. Yeah. We're looking forward to the guests you've got. Thank you very much for joining me, guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. You're listening to Fubar Radio. This is Pain and Sylvester Incorporated. In, in the absence of Sylvester, Sarah Dibunda, aka Natalie, and researching, we have the esteemed rudimental drummer Beanie joining us and producer Adam is in the his house hello Adam I want to pick your brains about something okay it's a craze that's sweeping the nation yes right okay and I don't mean post Brexit racism either (laughs) right I mean something from a far away land as far afield as Japan I believe yeah is sweeping the nation and has made a certain company the most like basically the most profitable company in the world at the moment in, a, in about space of a week yeah. yes it's the Poke Go I'm Pokemon Go right? po- Pokemon Go right Pokemon, so it's not Poke Go poke, no Pokemon, Pokemon Go Pokemon Go okay what the fuck is, is Pokemon it, yeah. Go oh where, how do I explain Pokemon Go uh, so it's a smartphone app that right. you get on your phone it's a video game as well mm-hmm. uh, you basically have this app on your phone you open it up yeah. and you'll expl- you have to explore the world around you okay to catch Pokemon so you, have you got to scan stuff so you know you just walk around oh is it so I've got so I open up my app on my yeah. way to work because uh-huh. I've got about a 10-15 minute walk to work from my house to the tube station yep. uh, and I open it up and I'll catch Pokemon on my way to work that's amazing what do you mean catch Pokemon so uh, it's it basically it will come up in a little bubble around you saying oh there's this Pokemon near you so you just walk up to it and you tap where it is and it will appear and it will use your camera to actually like you hold up your camera and you can see the Pokemon in the street I have a, a photo <laughs> of um, yeah I'm going to show you one and my, my friend Chelsea she caught one today I can't believe I'm even saying this because <laughs> um, she caught a Pokemon today and she well last night in an alleyway <laughs> don't know what she was looking for down there 
Well, yeah. I do. Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've got one on my phone. Have you? Uh, this is uh, a Pokemon called Jinx that looks very similar to Nicki Minaj. Okay, It's got one for sure. So, yeah, it just pops up. Like, you're just walking down the street and you've got a map, like Google Maps. Right. And you're just walking down and it'll just uh, vibrate in your yeah. pocket and you go, oh, there's a Pokemon near me. You open up your phone. You hold up your phone. Oh, there it is, and you just you have to fling Pokeballs at it. Okay, to ca- okay, I see. To catch them, and and then the aim of the game is like you catch more Pokemon, you get more points, and then you can build up gym leaders. And so, to someone that doesn't isn't aware of this craze, it's just going to look like people seemingly navigating their way on like Google Maps, for instance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Walking down like dead ends. And then doing some fuckery on their phone yeah. and then just walking back as if nothing <laughs> happened. Yeah. But I mean, they're, they're appearing in all sorts of strange places, like, because it's... I don't know how they've actually managed to, to create this, this game, but everywhere you can catch Pokemon. Everywhere. Wow. I am joking. I've caught Pokemon in the office. Have you caught any in work? your house? <laughs> caught them in my house. See, what the fuck <laughs> are they doing What's in your home? That's a home invasion, man. <laughs> <laughs> These weird Japanese monsters <laughs> yeah. in my yard. I don't. They're in not paying bathroom. rent. They're not. You know. I'm not trying to sublet out here. You know what I mean? I mean. So does this mean that the Pokemon craze has always been bubbling within us, and just people have been waiting for another output, or does it mean that it's a resurgence? Because it shouldn't have been this popular. The show was what ten years ago or something. Uh, something. Oh. To 1998. Come 1997. So how, how is when has another show been able to come back with an app and it to take over the world yeah. so much? Where's the, where's it been simmering? Pokemon's it's, always been one of those brands mm. that's never really gone anywhere. It's it it's in it's on the same level as like, you know, classics like Super Mario right. and Sonic the Hedgehog or wrestling. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, it's just, exactly. It's just, it's, just, it's just these nostalgic crazes that they could just, as they've done, just fling out an app and it just takes the world by storm. Mm-hmm. You know? That's crazy. And, and like, I think they, they released it in the UK before they released it in other parts of the world as no, well. No, it was uh, Australia first, mm-hmm. then New Zealand, then the US. It's not legally out in the UK yet. Oh, wow. Okay, tell us more. Uh, so, basically, um, yeah, it's not out. They've not released it because there's so many bugs still because it's so new yeah. that they're still trying to fix it. But people have got their hands on it. I've got my hands on it. Yeah, stuff. of course. Because did you just go through to the app store to get it? Uh, or did you have to kind of change? have to go through uh, a little right. back door. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah. You know, way of getting it. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. But, yeah. It's, it looks like fun, it's I'm fun. not going to lie to yeah, you. But yeah, like I said, they, these Pokemon have appeared in such weird places. Mm. So one of these places was, <laughs> this is really, really bad, the Holocaust Museum in the USA. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And people, the staff have actually asked people to stop trying coming into the Holocaust Museum to catch Pokemon. Pokemon. Jesus. I'm Jeez. like, that's not cool. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> if there's ever a faux pas, it's that is <laughs> one, going into something as sensitive well, yeah. They carry such sensitive memories for people yeah. to find Pokemon. Pokemon yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pokemon should have. Well, they. The, I, I would have. I would have thought. You know, I'm not a tech geek, and I don't know how these sort of apps are made. But I would have thought that they had a map mm. of certain regions in the world, and they knew certain coordinates, and then they would put the Pokemon there. Someone should have said you should probably avoid yeah, yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. They should check what building or what sort of establishment lies within. They should. They might as well put one in Area 51 now as well. Yeah. People just going, not even looking for aliens there anymore. Yeah, 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 They're yeah. just looking for fucking Pokemon. Yeah, Ground Zero and shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would be crazy if they put them at ground zero in in New York. (laughs) A more lighter one, there has been um, a surge in activity around a sex shop in Plymouth in Devon. Amazing. Because there have been like more Pokemon like, sighted around that in that shop <laughs> yes. than anywhere wow. else. Amazing. It says it, this sex shop has become very popular all of a sudden and it's not because of its latest and X-rated movies which would be the sole reason I was ever mm. visiting it to be perfectly honest. I'd be like their champion after a while. Yeah. I'd be the only one coming in for stuff to wank to. Uh. Um, <laughs> it's because dozens of people playing Pokemon Go have been directed there as they try to find characters. But staff at the private shop, the aptly named private shop in Plymouth, Devon Uh, they say people have been coming into the sex store asking about Pokemon one said, I have noticed there are people coming in talking about it I didn't know what they were talking about as I'm not really into games, well not that kind of game anyway (laughs) the staff member said no Pokemon related products were available inside the shop maybe they've missed a trick then maybe they have, Mm. maybe they've just ordered some Yeah, they should order some now maybe like a, a, I don't know a, a strap on for a wife to use on a husband yeah. called yeah. Pokemon. There you go. I knew one was coming. Pokemon <laughs> God. Pokemon God. I mean, God. I mean there are, if I was to show you a list of Pokemon names, there are some that you would think that probably might be sex toys. Yeah. There's one called Squirtle. There yes. is one called Squirtle. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Squirtle. Yeah. That, 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 there you go. Do right you remember there. Um, uh, it's a battle rapper called 100 Bullets, and he has yes. uh, has that, that Pokemon scheme. Yes. Um, uh, I wish I could remember some things I think he's talking about um, what he's going to do to his opponent's girlfriend so one of them I remember was um, when he squirtles over her jiggly puffs (laughs) (laughs) which which made it into the bad bars it seems like so um, obviously the jiggly puffs being the boobs Mm -hmm. and uh, but yeah I thought that was what were the the other ones in that one I can't uh, even remember I'm, I'm, and people, people use Pokemon it against him as well yeah, they do, when yeah. they battle him as well didn't they yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there was one more story that I saw from this Pokemon Go that people have been replacing their dick pics with Diglett pics amazing so there's a little Pokemon called Diglett it's just like okay. a little little uh, is it like a mole or yeah something? it's like a mole it looks like a mole and it just comes out so but people have been capturing that while they're like obviously taking pictures of their crotch yeah. that's brilliant what, what do you mean it, it, it comes So, yeah, so they'll, they'll see it and they'll obviously just angle the phone. So oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely tempted to get this app now. You've sold it to me. It's Not good. because of the dick pic. The yeah. dick <laughs> pic. It's good. No, it's like there, there's other great things coming out from this app, like how it's actually helping people with um, social anxiety because you have to go out and sort of meet people because you'll be going to places where other people are playing this game. Yeah. Um, and people with like, agoraphobia are actually getting outside the house. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just sitting indoors playing video games on their ass they have to get up and get out of the yeah. house and walk around true true you, yeah you could you could see it as like you know don't be a loner in your house mm. be a loner outside yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I you're going to yeah. spend all the your time is, looking yeah, at your yeah, phone yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then capturing imaginary monsters <laughs> yeah yeah true true true, true yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah don't don't be a, don't be a loser in your mum's basement get out and be a yeah. loser show the world how much of a loser it's you are I'm joking no I, I, I don't think it's a loser's activity I, I genuinely want to be involved and if I do ever sort of uh, talk it down it's only because I'm yeah. jealous yeah <laughs> and I don't have enough memory on my phone to download new apps me too so there's that as well I'm going to have to I'm going to have to delete um, my least important app to to get it, which is probably the FUBAR app, actually. <laughs> 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 
Oh, God. I'm only joking. Well, only because I could just listen to it online, but I'm going to keep that up. I'm not, I'm not going to delete it. I, I know, know, I was talking about from keeping Pokemon Go and deleting Grinder. So I was like, oh, bye, <laughs> Grinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, well, at least with Pokemon Go, you could find some genuine people. <laughs> Those Pokemons will never let you down, you know what I mean? People you find on, on, on dating apps, are, they, they can let you down. Pokemon yeah. will never let you down. They're always going to be the same little diglets or the same Squirtles that they always were, you know? Do they, do they interact with you when, when, once you find yeah, them? Yeah, what's, what's, what's the sort of benefit of, of getting one? Yeah, exactly. So, so you can catch loads of them, mm-hmm. and the benefit of catching more of them is you, so you can then trade them off and then raise uh, up your other Pokemon you have. Right. So, yeah, it's, uh, it is quite complicated. Yeah. Until you actually sit down and actually like look at the app, it's very difficult to actually describe yeah, how yeah. to play it. But... Um, it's a, f- it's a fun way of mon- monster trafficking. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there, so many accidents are probably going to happen from this app as well. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think there's going to be some because it kind of switches you off from the outside world, yeah. doesn't it? If you're just immersed in, you know, Looking a navigating yourself to find the Pokemon and then b sort of just looking at your phone to interact mm. with the Pokemon when you when you find it. So, yeah, be safe. Yeah. What I'm saying. If anyone has this app, stay safe, man. Don't get licked down yeah. in the name of Pokemon because it's they don't care about it. you. They don't care about you that much. They're not going to be at your bedside. Imagine, yeah, imagine you, you got licked down and you're in hospital and then you found the one yeah, yeah. you're looking for by your just bed there. in hospital. You're like, this was worth it. Yes, a single <laughs> tear going down the Pokemon's face. Pokemon's just got grapes yeah, and flowers yeah. and Lucasade for you. Not even joking, that was a story that's come out this week. A, cu- a kid got that. stabbed and instead, oh, of, and instead of uh, going to the hospital, he decided to carry on playing Pokemon. Wow. That's G'd up from the feet up. Fucking hell. I'm going to get the app. If yeah, it's that I think deep, I'm, if it's that yeah, deep. If it's going to make me ignore the fact that I've just been stabbed, then it's definitely a good thing to have. I might have to do this. It's going to take my mind off that shit. That's incredible. But I'm sure there's more to come from this story. Yeah. Well, Reese's uh, researching is usually our resident mm. app trier. So um, even if I don't get it, I'm going to make Reese uh, get it when he gets back from Singapore. Hopefully the craze hasn't kind of, you Died know, off. haven't passed I, that wave I yet. doubt it. Yeah, and so do I. Something tells me it's only going to get bigger. Yeah. Because if they're fixing bugs in it now, they're just going to make they're going to improve it and add things to it, and it should be. Yeah, I, I don't see it really sort of subsiding till the end of the summer, at least. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think yeah, this yeah. might be the app to have for it, the summer. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely going to be a summer app for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's great that they've done it as well because you're right; it's a very outdoor thing, isn't it? So it's, it is getting people out. In, in, in the summer you might find some at some festivals as well are you going to be looking I'll, I'll probably be looking at Lovebox when I go yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh there's a Pokemon on the main stage <laughs> jeez <laughs> that would be incredible if there was literally just a Pokemon doing a gig headlining Ooh. Lovebox everyone thinks that the people are recording their set that's another thing at a gig how are you going to know if people exactly. are recording your set or just looking for Pokemon Pokemon <laughs> how are you going to know you're gonna have to ask. You're gonna yeah, have to yeah, cut yeah. your set. You're gonna have to cut a song short. No, wait, <laughs> you guys. I don't use. You see, I used to hate people filming my sets. I used to want people to live in the real world. But now you're taking the fucking yeah, yeah. piss. You're not even concentrated. You're looking Jeez. for Squirtle at my gig. Stop that. <laughs> that would Jeez. be that would be incredible. Yeah. yeah. There's so many things that can go. Um, 
sort of awkwardly wrong with this with this app, and yeah. I want I want to I want to find out some uh, some really good stories, man. Um, in the meantime, should we get into a song, mm-hmm. and then uh, I really want to play this week's edition of Play to Win. Mm-hmm. No friends in this, you know. We're brothers let's now, do yeah. It, let's do but it. during let's that do game, it. mate, there's no like I'm not taking any prisoners. Yeah, let's go, baby. Right. Let's go. Say no more. Let's do it. Sounds of Katie B and Jamie Jones and Kate Simcoe, Doc Delirium, it's Fubar Radio, it's Payne and Sylvester Incorporated with Beanie and Adam in the absence of the rest of the gang. Um, we're going to get into Plato Win now. It's our weekly, it's probably my favourite part mm. of the show, um, mainly because I've won so many. Um, I'm, I'm very competitive, and today, like, you know, on this occasion, myself and Beanie, we are brothers, but there's going to be no, none of that shit. I'm not letting anything slide. It's, I'm cool um, with that. I'm cool with that. Yesterday was Cow Appreciation Day. Yeah. Um, and, um, when you know when we were sort of screaming cow lives matter people started screaming all animals matter so in order to appease the all the hashtag all animals matter brigade we're, uh, the, the theme this week is uh, just animals. animals the animal kingdom in mm. general so all these songs have uh, animal in the title animal in the title yeah. so uh, should, I, should we start the game yes okay, let's so do it I'm going to be on it's Wednesday welcome to play to win the show where ultimately Plato wins. Please put your hands together for the queen of kitsch retro game shows, Natalie Johnson! Thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, Welcome to the game. Uh, as I said, it's Cow Appreciation Day, and all these titles are, all the songs have an animal in the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we try our buzzers? Michael yes. Payne, should we try yours first? Pula! Wicked, wicked, wicked. Beanie, should we try yours? Yes. Oi, oi. Yeah. That's Harley's okay. voice there. Okay. So, should we get this game? Yeah. Let's get it. Underway. Number Let's- one. Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. Crazy. All right, all right. You gotta be quick on the buzzer. You gotta be quick on the buzzer. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Number two. Oh. Wild horses by the Rolling Stones. Crazy. This is embarrassing. I'm so told you I'm good at this. I'm not having this. Don't fuck no, no. around. How many, how many questions we got? Uh, so we've got 10 and there's a bonus one. Cool, fine, let's go. Right, so number I've three. Got of time. Number three. Oh, yeah. That's yours. That's yours. Oh, That's yeah. yours. I had a tiger. Title? Uh, the artist. Oh, the artist is by. Mm. I don't see this. That was an unwitting clue, wasn't it? When you said that, that was I un- missed what you said as well. Ah, oh, damn! I, um, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna have to go to the title. Sorry, this is embarrassing. It was Survivor. Ah, oh. I have a Tiger, but I'll give it to you anyway. Yeah, have it, mate. Yeah. Have a point. Oh, wait, so so you so you don't get a point if you get the song. No, you get a point if you yeah, get yeah, the song. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. cool. All right, let's but go. You, you solidify the point. Okay, if you cool, get an cool, cool. Well. I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna step up. Now. No, you're you're doing right. What is it? Two one. Uh, two one. Two yeah. one. Okay. Right. This is number four. I don't know. It sounds like a T Rex song or something. Mm-mm. 
I have the man. Should we one more time? Go on, yeah. go, on, go on. Is it a Beatles song? No. Oh, no. I don't know. Oh, Any ideas? No. Okay. No, oh. no, 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 no. I just, I nearly got it the last bit, but no, no. Leonard Skinner, Freebird. Okay, oh, right, fair I don't one. think I've heard that fair song. Okay. Oh, that's a tune. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, it sounds like it, to be fair, from the intro. Okay. This is number five. This is another one that might go to waste. I don't know this one. Okay, I'll give you a clue for this one. Yeah, okay. Okay. This song was in a film with uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Right. Where he tucks his dick between his legs and he goes, Do you want to fuck me? Um, See, I'm not really a big film buff. This is lost on me, that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, that was uh, Q Lazarus and Goodbye Horses. I, right. I wouldn't know that one. Yeah, I wouldn't know that one. Come on, Piggy. Right, let's go. <laughs> let's Number go. six. Oh, my God, I know this. Um, this sounds really familiar as well. Oh, no. I do it one more This time. is embarrassing. I'll do it one more time. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it escapes me. <sighs> it looks like you're, it's on the tip of your tongue. Yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just need. I mean, clue. Yeah, let's have let's have a, a clue, right? Okay. I'll have a clue. Let's uh, go for a clue. What clue can I give you for this one? Then? Mm. Okay, you have to be hungry. You have to be hungry. Um. Is this the title? That's then? sort of the title. I've given you the, a bit of the title there. Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. Let's go, baby! Hey! Come on! He's fucking hey, level <laughs> Let's do the dance, right. son. This one, I, di- I didn't know when Jacob picked it, but I, I hope you, t- you two do. Oh! Panda by designer. Correct. See, see, see that tune. Yeah, right in there, Lena. Yes. Oh, sh- that tune. Oh, that tune. Yeah. Number. It's fun. Number eight. Oh, that was that you? That's you. That's you. That's you. Butterfly by Crazy Town. Still all to play for. What's the score now? It's three Number nine. Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Yeah. Damn. Literally from just a... Just Batman. Literally. The one, for, for, for me, one of the most... Like, the most... One of the best opening drum riffs. Wicked. Uh, and, like, most recognisable. Nice, yes, 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 for sure. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, number ten. I might, I, might, I might see if that's on the playlist and play that later. Big tune, right? Uh, number ten. Come on! Oh, I thought it was an REM song. Does sound like an REM. Oh, right, REM. It's an yes, REM song. It's an REM song. Uh, um, um, oh my goodness! Uh, I've got a time limit. Can I give no, you even uh, ten seconds? Okay. Nine, eight, seven, six, five. This is four, out of order. Three. Can you, can you play again if he doesn't get it? 
one. It's going back to the floor. Awesome. They've obviously sampled in the jungle. I know the song. Is it about a lion? I know the song. My brother would kill me. I know one. I don't know. I want to give it to you because you've got REM. I know the song, but I, I, okay, just tell me what, just tell me, I'll, I will forfeit the point, because I didn't get the, the full thing, but let's go for it. Sidewinder sleeps tonight. Ah, oh, yeah, so they did um, sample in the jungle. Yes. Shit. Or the line There's, sleeps tonight, or whatever uh, the song's called. I love this bit. Oh, right, okay, cool, I get it, I get it. That was kind of a bit of a sort of slight trick one. Yeah, oh, there was a, I did have a little clip of it, like, sidewinder, because it sounds like calling Jamaica, doesn't it? Yes. Calling Jamaica. Basically, yeah. call me when you wake yeah. up. Oh, yeah. yeah calling Jamaica. Calling Jamaica. Okay, so I'm going to. It's level pegs for wow. all. Wow. This all is right. going to the bonus round. Wow. Um, let's get it. I don't know if you're going to get this, but let's go for it. Oh one God. more time. I, I know what it sounds like, but it's not that. No, that's it's a trick one. This yeah. one might be a guest thing for me, you know. So you, you man, me, mate. You no, you lost me. No clue. <laughs> we can't uh, give up there was a horror film named after this. Well, not probably named after this song, but um, it's uh, where we are situated. City-wise, London, and there was a horror film about a mythical creature. Were- werewolf. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is w- werewolf in London? Something. Yeah, Werewolves of London by right. uh, Warner Vernon. Oh, mm-hmm. I, there was no way I was going to get. Yeah, that one. for real. I've definitely heard a song that has sampled that, that uh, honky tonk piano. Yeah, that's um, Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's, that's, that's it. Well, it's level, like four all. Wow, four all. It's a draw. It's We're a draw. exactly the same. Congratulations, my good sir. Indeed, oh, that was fun. That's, that's very intense. Intense. very rare in the studio. It is. It is. Yeah. To if I'd have won, it wouldn't have been like that. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just walked out. I would have just walked out. <laughs> thrown the mic on the floor and walked out. That's it. Work's done. <laughs> that was incredible. Should that we uh, should we play a little song then? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your choices? Ooh, uh, let's go for some Nardi Rose. Yeah, yeah, yes. What? This is a big, big tune. I'm really, really feeling uh, Nadia Rose at the moment. And the video for this is dope as well. So uh, check that out after the show, of course, because we want you to keep listening. You're listening to Fubar Radio. This is Payne and Sylvester Incorporated. Sarah Love and my From 4pm on Fubar Radio. Yes, but you are now listening to Payne and Sylvester Incorporated. That is the, the Monday's rap day. It's hip hop day on Fubar. Mm-hmm. So uh, my Stiggy and Sarah Love they present the show. What time is that show? On? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Same time as this show is on mm-hmm. on a Wednesday. Um, that's uh, Sarah Love and my Stiggy playing. Uh, it's a very big show. And speaking of a big show, a Big show. You see what I did there? I'm the king of the segways. Have you? Are you? Are you a Biggie fan, Beanie? Yeah, I do like Biggie. Yeah. Um, I don't listen to him regularly to be honest with mm. you but I do I do but like yeah he's one of those ones he's a he's a it's a classic he's a yes. household name so yes. you know all the tunes I know all the basically. tunes you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but everyone was passing around the tapes at school and etc so absolutely I'm familiar so you Sky's know um, my jam. 
Oh, that's a big shame. That's a big Do you remember the video yeah. as well? Uh, well, yeah, with, with the, the baby versions. The two kids, yeah. 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 And, yeah. and yeah, the kids' versions of Faith Evans, yeah. 112. That's hilarious. Brilliant yeah. video. Really, Such really a good, good idea, yeah. yeah. The puffy guy with the um, the Versace yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Doing <laughs> Classic puffy dances. Brilliant, brilliant. But um, ba- well, recently there was um, a VH1 Hip Hop Honours, um, and it was, um, it was the, the theme was Biggie. You know, the, per- the person that they were celebrating was the, uh, the late, great, some might say greatest rapper ever. Um, notorious B.I.G. Um, and uh, Little Kim was, you know, uh, on on the show predictably, and obviously she was in Junior Mafia, which was Biggie's like crew, uh, basically. And um, Rich Homie Kwan was invited to help her out with a rendition of, if memory serves, it was um, Get Money, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Fuck bitches, Get Money. Mm-hmm. Such good wholesome family lyrics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> one for the kids. <laughs> yeah, one yeah, for yeah. the kids. Yeah, all the kids must be in the front row now. Bring your children <laughs> to the front now. All the parents go get a drink. I'll yeah. look after your kids. Fuck bitches, Get Money. Uh, so Rich, Rich Homie Kwan comes up on stage with, with little Kim, who's uh, at the VH1 uh, Hip Hop Honours. And uh, he messed up pretty badly. Now, I'm sympathetic. A, because... I've fucked up before. As a lyricist, I've, I've, I've performed and I've messed up my own lyrics. Let alone, I don't know what I'll do if it was someone else's lyrics. Granted, these particular lyrics, I know like the back of my hand, but maybe Rich Homie Kwan didn't. And he comes on stage and he pretty badly fucks up. But And another reason that I'm sympathetic is because Rich Homie Kwan is a friend of ours on FUBAR uh, and on, particularly on Payne and Sylvester Incorporated show because he was one of our guests. Oh, really? Yeah. He's the only American guest we've ever had because we've, we avoid American contemporary music. We'll play, you know, sort of old school American heritage music. Uh, that's what Harley's policy is and then right. mine will be UK urban music basically consciously avoiding the United States because, you know... We, we hear enough American contemporary yeah, music yeah, yeah. on the radio and um, so yeah he's he's gone into Biggie's verse and he's basically fucked up from like the third line and we've, oh, we've actually no. got a clip of oh, it God, we'll, I need to do this. we'll play it for you yeah he was what he was meant to say was sorry if you pause that a sec he was meant to say oh god this is gonna be horrible isn't it play Nintendo with Caesar Nino Right, Little Caesar and Nino. He's named two people. That that that's how the lyric goes. Yeah? Okay. You want to sit mo on my living room floor, play Nintendo with Caesar and Nino. Right. Okay. This is what he actually says, and then chokes. Who the fuck is Alamo? Who the fuck is Alamo? Who's Alamo? Who is that? Sorry, Rich Homie Quiet. I said I would be sympathetic, but every time I hear it, I'm like, what were you thinking, guys? That's embarrassing. Alamo! They don't even sound alike. At least say a word that, no. like, you know, if people aren't really listening, they won't detect a mistake. <laughs> you can't change Nino to Alamo. Uh, can you pull it up one more time, please? Play that again, please. One, more, please. <laughs> one for the people in the back that didn't well. quite hear that. And then, and then he just. Oh, no, no. 
Is that why he goes silent? Because yeah, he he's just he's just... choking, and then all he can say is, yeah, yeah, oh, sex no. all night. I, I feel for the guy, but Alamo! Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> It's his home, I wish Do you know what I honestly wish After that I wish that we hadn't Had him on The station yet So I could ask him Bro yeah, yeah. let me go through Your phone book yeah, yeah, exactly, please, please Under A yeah. I want to You better have a name yeah, Alamo yeah, yeah, in yeah. there Somewhere Because wow. you must have been Thinking of one of your brethren yeah, Or something yeah. oh, He was just Thinking about picking up A rental car Jesus <laughs> Jesus Christ Poor guy Oh my god Because that, that was in front of Biggie's family, but yeah, f- Biggie's um, friends, fans, fans oh, you know, New legendary York, rappers, yeah. old school rappers, and then they just, hey, that's that's a, it's a bad place to uh, he, mess up a Biggie lyric. Absolutely, right? he d- he did issue an apology though, a very heartfelt apology. Um, this is what he said. I assure you that I never intended to disrespect the memory of Biggie Smalls. I have long respected his work and his contribution to the rap game. I greatly apologise not only to Biggie Smalls but also to all of my fans Biggie Smalls fans and to New York The city of New York has been nothing but good to me I felt honoured to stand on stage with artists I grew up listening to Once on stage I had some technical difficulties and I must admit I got nervous I will forever be sorry New York my fans, Biggie Smalls Biggie Smalls fans, Little Kim and all the hip hop community for my performance I hope you can accept my apology To Little Kim, thank you for the opportunity So very heartfelt thing and you know you do, so I, do, I do, I do sympathise with him, but Alamo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also because um, the relationship that New York has with Biggie, it's like it's so deep. Absolutely, that people, New York would be actually pissed outraged, off, yeah. outraged. Actually, you know, yeah, like you've really, it's, you it's know. like going to Liverpool and um, and singing a Beatles song wrong. Yeah, it's like Imagine don't step in all the needles. Yeah, yeah. You don't well, step that was just yeah. John Lennon, but yeah. But, no, for real, not exactly. Um, it's uh, sacrilege. So I do feel he must have literally just wanted to die. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, the ground would have had to swallow me up. When have you? Um, when was the worst time you ever done something like that? And you're uh, um, on stage. It was only like, like I said. It's only ever been my lyrics, yeah. and um, the worst time I got. I got blind drunk before a gig one time. You know the ones when um you play a gig and you've probably had this and your set time just keeps getting. Well, in the early days you would have had it because obviously I'm sure for rudimental right about now the set times are always probably the latest that yeah, is because yeah, yeah. you're usually headlining. But you know when you were coming up with rudimental and you weren't always at the top of the bill. Mm. Sometimes you'd have a, uh, like a do a club night or something and your set would just keep getting pushed back. Yeah, right. Promoters would keep going. We're gonna. We just want to get 15 more people. Yeah. Yes. And you say, yeah, it's cool because you're just going through your ride. They're like, no, you forget that you're even playing a fucking gig yeah, yeah. because you're just in a green room. They're letting you smoke in there. There's just, it's just incredible. You forget you're doing a gig, right? Yeah. And then when you've gone through your whole rider, they're like, yeah, we're yeah. ready for you, stage time. <laughs> and you get up, you fall over, <laughs> you get up again because you're a persistent bastard. And then you get on stage and the song comes on. And then you just start going, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Basically, that was me. I was so drunk, I think I only managed to remember around 15% of my lyrics. And bear in mind, I played like 10 songs. Oh, man. And I only imagined like 15. So Some of the hooks I couldn't even remember. Like, 
it was it was appalling. But it was so good because everyone was so drunk that no one gave a right, shit. Right, right, right. And um, and then at one point, I um, I just said, "Fuck this, man!" Everyone just get on stage because I'm not doing very well by myself on stage. <laughs> so the whole crowd might as well just get. So everyone got up on stage, and then we just had a party on the stage. Wicked. And then I remember like uh, saying to them at the end of the gig. Um, tweet to me give me feedback if you think this was the shittest gig you've ever been to only one person tweeted that it was the shit well no they said that they said it was a uh, that oh what was it that I hadn't given enough um and be- because I'd forgotten my words and that was that was the only negative feedback That's I got everyone right. else it was really positive feedback yeah. so that was that was good yeah. but I just I did feel that I'd let some people down because people had like travelled. Uh, th- there was one guy in the uh, in the crowd that had travelled from either I think Berlin or Munich to see no me. No way. Honestly, honestly. Oh no. And I just felt a little bit like I'd let him down a bit, you know. Right. Um, when I woke up the next morning, of course, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. night I was so steaming I didn't give a fuck about yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I woke up the next morning, I remembered that he told me that he'd come all the way from Munich, and um, yeah, I felt I felt quite uh. bad. Felt worse for myself because I had a hangover. Yeah, drank a lot of beer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. full circle. That's <laughs> nice jokes. Well, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where it's really difficult to when they do push the set times back and there is booze there and there's nothing to do. You don't really hang out in the crowd area. Yeah. You're in a room. There's booze. There's fruit. That's it. What are you gonna do? Right. So we're gonna go on at one. No, we're going on at two a.m. now. Been here all day. Just start up one beer. Have right. One. You, know, you have a third one and it feels good. Oh, I could do this. Exactly. Oh, I'm unplugged. Um, yeah, so it's it's difficult to um, to remain with your head on. Absolutely. You know, and, and plus you're, you're hyping yourself up and then when they say, no, you're pushing it back again, you're kind of like, oh. Yeah. You know, all that stuff and it's just, oh, go on. Uh-huh. And ha- have you ever, f- because obviously you're you're a rhythm man, you're an instrumentalist, um, yeah. you play guitar for Anne-Marie and uh, drums for Rudimental. Yes. Have you ever forgotten, like, any, like, you know, an, a note, for instance, or, or a drum pattern? Um, nothing that I've not been able to cover up. Right, of course, yeah, because it's quickly. different with drums, isn't I mean, it? Well, I mean, the thing is, with, with the rudimental stuff, um, I'm playing a hybrid kit, so I'm playing acoustic kit as well as electronic kit. Wow. So, um, so obviously, it's more difficult to cover up. If I'm going on an electronic pass, it's more difficult to cover up because it's not really about ghost notes and things. It's quite very unforgiving. You have to be you're either on it or you're not. Yeah. Um, but I've been lucky enough to not... Uh, I don't know, I mean, the boys might tell you differently, but <laughs> I'm saying no. Um, but um, it's easier to kind of... Let me think, I must have. Because there must be some, like, sort of real music nerds that are like, hey, Beanie, they're coming yeah. to you at the end of the show, and like, I noticed that yeah. on um, Waiting All Night that you played... Um, oh, yeah. I do remember, like, a very embarrassing moment would be for me when I used to play drums for a girl called Gabriella Chilmi, and... I remember Gabriella Chilmi, yeah. So we did this this show called Wettendass, which is, like, the biggest... It's like the Jonathan Ross of Germany. Right. But it's, like, all around Europe. It's a really, really big show. Right. Um, and so we were performing in this big, um, like, big box. This big, um, I don't know what, what you call it. It's like, um, this big box, basically. Mm-hmm. And and it was a mime. Um, oh, yeah, because it's TV, isn't it? Because it's TV, right? Mime, so on, all I was told is that I had a little spider camera on, on my drums. So I didn't know when it was filming me. So, yeah, basically, so, so I can see oh, where this is. Do you smell me? So, like, so it starts, and you know, she's singing everything like that. I'm just chilling, 
and then I, I remember sort of um, going to the breakdown and then I sort of drop the drumstick and it sort of spins round and does this thing and I go over to my friend and well, so I, I mouth to the guitarist did you see me drop my stick and I come off the stage and her manager's just standing there just like what because the only shot I get is like <laughs> the, you know, the only time you see me is me playing and then it was the most it was such an awkward drop of the stick that like I, and then she was kind of like wow sort of gave the game away I come back to Germany same show two years later guys are like the drumstick guy the drumstick guy in Germany the drumstick guy I kid you not I was the drumstick guy it was the biggest show and it was just like people were just rinsing me like, blogs about it all this stuff man I need to pull up and show you at one point but yeah it was highly embarrassing but um, that's me having a few beers backstage and not really right. being too on the ball yeah. but it was like a proper like <laughs> but though, this is for the radio purposes it was kind of very much a sort of you know comical sort of trying to comical grab slapstick yeah. type grab thing yeah I, I think you summed it up with that <laughs> yeah 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 people the noise, can imagine yeah. what it you would have enjoyed if you're making that noise hey, playing for drums real, for real so yeah I didn't live that down for a good four years I had to go back on the show and do it properly amazing did you yeah. smash it the next time though yeah we smashed it the just next like time. up middle finger to all yeah, the, man, to exactly. all the drumstick yeah, guy yeah, naysayers yeah. exactly it? exactly <laughs> yeah that was that's, a mad one that's a brilliant anecdote mm. <laughs> never so did again you, did you also sort of um uh cut down your pre-show drinking or was yeah. this just a freak occurrence well, yeah, i mean I, thought, I don't tend to um, we have a couple of drinks before the show um I like a drop of red wine. Mm -hmm. That's my that's my thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't sort of get bust up before shows or anything because it's just uh, I need to be quite on the ball. I'm, yeah. I have to be. I'm sort of holding it down. Absolutely. Do I need yeah. to like, You're be the metronom met as metronomically precise as I can mm -hmm. be? Um, so I don't really want to risk it. Yeah. But after you, the show, it's this, cool. this might not mean a lot to. He says while he's opening a red stripe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. This might not mean a lot to sort of um, people who don't know the ins and outs of playing music. But do you play to click when you play on drums? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Play to cool. Click, yeah. 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 Play to click. But then you've got you've got to adhere to that rhythm. Yes. That yeah. Because ground. obviously there's there's um, some samples being triggered off by some of the band members mm -hmm. that are to time. Of course. And also. Um, yeah, some of my samples that I have going on need to be to time because there'll be a certain length. Yeah. Um, and for order, in order for it to not to collapse on each other and, and overlap, it needs to be uh, absolutely. to the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Mm. I can't. I, I actually can't wait to to, to the next time. After, especially after this show, I can't wait to the next time I see you live. You know, well, uh, come on to um, FW Four plug. Yes, FW Four. Yeah, big plug. Yes, of Clapham. course. Um, are you headlining? Yes, we're headlining. Amazing. Yeah. I think that's on the twenty. I think it's the same weekend as Reading, isn't it? Is that when yeah, Reading? I think it August? is. Uh, Bank Holiday weekend in August. That's yeah. what twenty seventh, just before 20th. Carnival. Yeah, yeah. or twenty fourth. Uh, it's around then. Hmm. It's around then anyway, so it's yeah. Captain Common. I'm not sure how those ones work because it's a residential area, isn't it? So it isn't going to have to be really quiet. No, I think they usually give the residents uh, free tickets right. to appease them, uh, to bribe them. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah fair say. And, um, and also fuck them. Yeah, man, <laughs> come on. Fuck them, innit? Like, more people want to hear loud music than people that don't want the to hear loud music. So, this is a democracy. And it's one day. And they probably voted Brexit anyway. Yeah. So, fuck them. Yeah? <laughs> Play as loud as you fucking want. Yeah. Yeah? What's your, what's your favourite festival? UK Ooh, festival. Good question. Good question. UK, though. I would say, because of all my experiences there, Reading and Leeds. 
and I sound like a 15 year old saying it don't I <laughs> Reading and Leeds it's fucking wicked but I do love Reading and Leeds it's because it was the first big festival that I played on a recognised stage um, I headlined the BBC introducing oh, stage yeah um, and it was just an incredible feeling and then like after we were on this like natural high um, aided and abetted by uh, uh, the high of marijuana and yeah. um we then we went to the cure we're headlining that year so we went to watch the cure just me and my mate ben clemo uh, who was who you know toured with me quite a bit um because we've got songs together and you know he'd right. jump up and play some of the songs with me and that and um he's a massive massive fan of the cure okay. so it was like you know my dreams had come true his dreams had come true and then the dream just carried on when we got mm. off stage you nice. know? It, was, it was so good we just closed that night on a high nice we nice. were just like I don't know it was it was crazy uh, we, we were literally just looking at each other I, I was thinking I fucking made it I've made it yeah. like that crowd was sick uh, festival was sick I've made it like, nice. our lives are gonna be different sweet they weren't any different <laughs> <laughs> what's your worst I've been a struggling one? musician every, ever yeah. since <laughs> what's your worst one worst oh um, worst experience I'm, I'm not gonna go on the festival's good but the worst experience I've had probably Born and Bred, I'd have to say. Which one's Born and Bred again? That's the one on Haggerston know. Park. The chicken one? Uh, no, no, it's um, uh, Rinse and, and Born and Bred. They, oh, right. they, they've got a festival. Oh, yes. Yeah, and the festival's great. It was just the turnout that I had in the particular tent I was in. People were only really in there to see DJs. And um, yeah, I just didn't think that I got you know very many people you know to, to come and watch me not nowhere near as many as I, I wanted right, right, right. so I kind of put a dampener on it if you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Oh, you know I'm not uh, I'm not I am narcissistic to a degree, but you know I'm not sort of too narcissistic. But you know, you you it's always a bit of a dampener if you of if you play and there aren't as many people as you'd expect. Of course, of not course, as course. simple as that. Of course. Um, so I'd say that was probably at the bottom of my list. But every other one has been great. My f in fact. Reading and Leeds festivals up there with Reading and Leeds, and of, and of course sick. Glastonbury. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, best of all, my God, it's wicked because yeah. it's the last one of the year, isn't it? Pretty that's much, it. and everyone's just like it's true. It. It's literally in September. Yeah, and that's like unheard of, you know, to to be still gallivanting around, yeah. playing music in front of people in you know that late yeah. in the year, and uh, oh man. Such a good festival. It is. I can't speak highly enough of that festival. It's for the true, true festival goer. It's for the true yeah. music fan because if they're still they're still up for it in September, absolutely. After all of the, you know, they're like, ah, one more time. I, I played uh, best of all the year. Elton John headlined, so, so that must have been twenty thirteen. I want to say yeah, twenty thirteen, right. because it was the day before my debut album was coming out. Okay, seen. And there were so many people in this tent, which and you know, such a direct contrast to Born and Bred, for instance. Um, you know, a couple of years before, but you know, a direct contrast. There were so many people in my tent that when I walked out onto the stage, I genuinely thought that they thought that they were there to see someone else. Oh, no. <laughs> I swear down. I walked out and I thought, there's been a mistake. Yeah. They've obviously got a lineup that says fucking Justin Bieber's yeah. on this yeah. stage or something. Yeah. It was like two in the afternoon on the Sunday. No, on the... I think it was the Sunday. Yeah, it was, because Elton John was headlining, so he was closing the festival on the Sunday night. It was like two in, two, two in the afternoon on the Sunday. People were getting fucked up on the Saturday night. You know what festival's like. And they really came out in force to see me. And I was wow. after the Welsh OAP men's choir or something. Wow. <laughs> so Do all the signs were tough back to yeah. mate, Trust me. <laughs> but all the signs all the signs said this is gonna be a shit show. Like yeah. there's no one's gonna turn up. 
But I walked out and the, the tent was already full. And as I carried on playing, I was thinking, okay, countdowns when people realise it's Michael Payne and yeah, start yeah. leaving. <laughs> <laughs> people just in their droves. You couldn't see the end of the crowd nice, even outside the tent. Nice, nice. Never been like that since. <laughs> I've never got a crowd but it's like a good that. Height to, uh, it was yeah. absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and that, yeah, that's why festival is definitely, definitely up there for me. Yeah, yeah. What's your favourite festival? Oh, um, favourite UK festival. Uh, what is it? Hmm, it's a hard one actually. I didn't think about that before <laughs> yeah. I asked you. Asking I should have been shit. while you were answering. I should have been thinking. Um, I don't mind latitude. I think that's Latitude's all right. Good. That's I do a vibe like still. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me think. And you can tea in the park's all right. Oh, of course. I like yeah. tea in the park. That's Scotland, isn't it? Scotland. Yeah, you can't fuck with Scottish revelers, can you? Real. And they, to... they get down from yeah. ten a.m. and yeah. it's a vibe from early. So did it's you hear like... about the, this year's tea in the park? Yeah. Cash, the past. cash machine getting stolen. There was two deaths. Yeah, and there was two deaths as well, which very tragic. Yeah, very, 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 very tragic. tragic. But someone stole a cash machine. How do you <laughs> balls? <laughs> wow, muscles, muscles. Fuck balls, mate. Do you know how big them fucking? Do you know how yeah. big an, a, a festival ATM is? And how do like, you? Like how do you burn steel? a cash they, machine? Aren't they like inside a truck? No, they're like the sort of standalone huge oh, box them ones. ones. Yeah, so I'm thinking yeah. the ones like at Glastonbury when they they're inside like a massive big. I know truck. exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. But these ones kind of stand on the grass and that. But someone must have snuck a crane in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know how it? Do you know the story about it? How it? Not at I all. Have to Google it. Google Not it because at all. I. Because aren't they chained as well to like? I would have thought they'd be. I would have thought the the sheer weight of the thing was enough of a deterrent. Yeah. To stop someone stealing a cash machine. Yeah. <laughs> Undetected. Yeah. As well, like the sheer weight is going to stop you from lifting it. Yeah. The sheer size, even if you are superhuman, and manage to lift the fucking thing. Someone's going to see you, isn't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's the, probably going to be trying to put their card in the fucking yeah. thing at the time that you're <laughs> trying to steal it's, it. It's, it's impossible for no one to have seen that. Exactly. Because... All of a sudden, there's just this gap in this yeah, row yeah. of um, ATMs, and um, no one knows where the ATM's gone. I'm beginning to think maybe it was never there in the first place. Maybe it was an inside job. Maybe it was a Pokemon. Maybe it was a Pokemon. Maybe, maybe it was a Pokemon. Maybe, maybe someone's going to find that cash machine on Pokemon Go. <laughs> yep. Well, someone apparently it. set up a fake Twitter account for the cash machine. <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, I've read some of these posted tweets. saying that I've been uh, I've been wrapped up in a sleeping bag and duct taped. <laughs> Wicked. Wicked. <laughs> it was amazing. One of, one of the tweets, it was uh, they tweeted to Edith Bowman, going, "I can hear your voice. It sounds like you're quite near. Could you uh, look around in some of the tents? I'm definitely in one of them, <laughs> or something like oh, that, dear. and bring me some beers and some fags." <laughs> amazing. They do not fuck about over there. Not man. in Scotland, man. No, no days off. That's no amazing. days off. So I'd say Tina Park is one of my favourites, but also um, this year Wildlife Festival that we Ooh, played of was. Amazing, yeah, epic fun. Isn't that very closely linked to rudimental wildlife and rudimental park life. and uh, disclosure festival? Of course, yeah. So curated and organised and etc. Amazing, um, but like, yeah, like a uh, love box was with. Um, that was Groove Armada's festival. Oh, was it? Yeah. And isn't best of all some of Rob the Banks? It's Rob the Banks. Right, something yeah. like that, yeah. Mm. That's one of my dreams. I, I've, when I first sort of got into music professionally, I wanted to, to start a festival. Um, a, a fest I wanted to own three things. A festival, a bike shop, and a pub. 
some of those things could possibly be the like the bike shop and the pub could be the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it might yeah, be a yeah, bit true. dangerous for cyclists. It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, coffee <laughs> and that. You know, true. it might be a bit dangerous. Get your tires pumped while you're pulling the pint. There yeah. you go. Maybe maybe you pull the pint and it pumps your tires. There, there you go. There you go. go. Double whammy. Yeah, man, that would be pretty great. It's all pneumatics, isn't it? It's all it's all pumps. Yeah, that'd be what pretty about a cool. Food festival. That would be great, yeah. Festival, festival up beyond all recognition. There you go. There you go. Pitch that to the boss for next year. D- Duncan, on. are you listening? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm in. That would be great, a FUBAR festival, be actually. Yeah. Mm. That would be incredible. Yeah. FUBAR fest. Mm. We're going to have to get rudimental to headline that. Absolutely. That's going to have to be Absolutely. Done. We're going to have to. Just two facts. Just Michael Payne and rudimental. Just yeah, over yeah, and over again. Yeah, for real. Like, then you, then us again, then you, then us again. And then sometimes I play your song, sometimes you guys play mine. Just mix up the thing. Mix up the thing. Everybody leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Get Rich Homie Kwan to do some covers yeah. for us. <laughs> Uh, that <laughs> me up. Um, uh, let's let's get into a song and then um, we'll wrap up the show with some more juicy bits. You're listening to Fubar. This is Payne and Sylvester Incorporated. In the absence of well, the rest of the staff, we have the magnificent Beanie joining <laughs> us. From 12 p.m. on Fubar Radio. You are listening to FUBAR Radio. This is the Pain and Sylvester Incorporated. We've just entered the last quarter of an hour of the show. Our very special guest presenter is Beanie. Uh, Howdy. Easy. Esteemed drummer of um, massive, massive dance act, Rudimental. And we also have AJ in the studio joining us, otherwise known as Adam Johnson. Hello. And um, we are at that part of the show now where we sometimes do Hallelujah when Harley's here mm-hmm. and I put some things to him. But of late, we have been... We've showed a bit of negligence and we haven't been helping people out as much as we like to um, with their legal queries and that's part of the ethos of the show really so I can't forgive myself for having um, neglected this duty uh, some weeks but I promise I will do better Um, as Beanie is our guest presenter today um, he's going to read out your legal queries and then we're all going to pitch in and help you the fuck out so uh, uh, we never really play these but we need to play these yes bit of blue in the place um, okay obviously so should i kick it off yes okay so we're going to start off this one which is um a message sent from a lady called kelly right i'll just go straight in mm-hmm. so this is from kelly i hey, cheated kelly. i cheated on my husband and now i'm pregnant i'm worried the child isn't his what should i do just straight up fuck damn wow you see, that's, this, that's, that's, yeah. you see, um, scene. usually when we say, all right, let me just explain something to my, our listeners, yeah? When we say we'll help you with your problems, we mean shit like, I don't know, my flatmate keeps eating my bread. Yeah, yeah. How do I stop yeah. him from doing, this type of shit? <laughs> Destroy lives. This is next level. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, I want to throw my hand to the ring. Please do, please do. Be honest. Yeah. Tell the truth. Come clean because it one way or the other it's gonna get out and the longer you leave it, the worse it's gonna get. Yeah. You need to just get that shit over and done with and just sort of wipe the clate slain. The, the alternative is if the guy that you cheated with isn't from a different uh if the guy that you cheated with is 
isn't from a different ethnic background mm-hmm. <laughs> just carry that, on yeah. as normal <laughs> where, I'm not going to lie to you just carry That's on as other. normal <laughs> seriously like because you obviously you must love your husband I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you love your husband and this thing was just a fling and you had unprotected sex mm-hmm. and that and nobody wants to know that this that the kid isn't there but at the end of the day like I said nobody wants to know that the kid isn't there of course so what you don't know can't hurt you so if you can pass the kid off as your husband's I personally I suggest Just you try that <laughs> would you suggest that because it, it seems like she says I'm worried the child isn't isn't his which means she hasn't actually checked to find out yeah. do you suggest that she checks so she knows or do you think it's best she just doesn't know herself because she could just a get a bit of DNA yeah. off my man yeah. off my man quickly do just DNA to know test. herself yeah. should she know that's okay, some Jeremy Kyle shit do you know what I mean because she'll be prang for the rest of her life if she knows Yeah. if she just blocks it out of her head she could just be like I just always thought it was yours Truth. she's not technically lying Truth. she doesn't know Truth. she's just been beating someone on the on the sly, on the sly. Yeah. does um, she check or not you tell me I think I think she should check just so that she knows right uh, just so that you know is it Kelly Kelly it's Kelly Kelly you're a bad you're a bad bad girl <laughs> um, I, I think you I think you should you should check um Ooh, such a hard one it is a hard one isn't it I'm sorry Kelly I can't you just have normal problems <laughs> Kelly like a flatmate that eats all your bread <laughs> fuck oh. um, you, you, well, I, that's my two pence yeah. I, I, so Adam says be honest I say carry on as normal boy try and like just try and get away with it and Beanie says don't check and just carry on as normal I think don't check that's what I'm saying okay. I know it sounds like the insensitive thing to do might be wrong but if you check and it's not right. It's not going to be a vibe. Cool. Those. That's that's six pence in total because we've all go. put two pence in. So do with that what you will. Should we go to the next one? Yes, please. I hope it's not as grave as that last one. <laughs> Fuck. I don't think I can take any more of this heartache. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> okay. So this is from Jess. Mm-hmm. Hi, Jess. Hi, gang. I saw my youngest sister smoking weed. Ooh. She's seventeen. Ooh. Should I tell her parents or talk to her first? Well, it depends how much you want, isn't it? Like, if, she, if, <laughs> if she's shot in, then you should talk to her. But if she's not, if she's not willing to sort of give you any, then definitely tell her parents. Maybe <laughs> her parents can convince her to give you some. Because I'm assuming that you mean this in the most positive. Because you could never be saying that there's anything wrong with smoking weed. So yeah, like I said, if she doesn't want to give you any for free because you're family, yeah, then then definitely tell your parents. <laughs> but if she's if she's up for giving you some, then yeah, it can just be your little thing. There's a little. There's there very much lots of leeway for bribery going on there. Yeah, um, man. I think bond, that's bond the main objective. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, you're trying to bribe this girl. She's minding her own business. Yeah. Um, sort of setting fire to a plant that grows naturally in in regions of like, you know, South America, Mexico, and that. And you're trying to take away her joy with bribery. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, well, I yeah. don't respect that. No, I don't respect that. You're right. Sorry, Jess, because at the end of the day, you're not going to really gain anything from telling your parents. She's going to piss your parents off and she was going to get in trouble. Exactly. And she's going to carry on smoking weed. Yeah. You know? And you might mess up your relationship. So yeah. I think my suggestion will be don't tell your parents. Just have a little smoke with your sister. You'll bond. Yeah. You're only 17. At the very least, you'll bong. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I agree. Just talk to her. No, talk to don't, her. Don't talk to your parents. She's an adult. She's yeah. seventeen. You know, she's old enough to do certain things. And the fact of the matter is, even if you tell your parents, she's just going to do it behind everyone's backs. At least, at least you know now that she does it. So maybe educate her about it. 
excuse me, don't tell her it's a gateway drug because that's fucking yeah. bollocks. <laughs> that's such bollocks. See that? Fuck that. I've, I, yeah, I've never, I've never uh, used weed as a gateway to any drug before in my whole life, and I know people that have gone straight through that gate. They haven't even touched weed, and yeah, they've just yeah, gone yeah. straight yeah, yeah, to crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So where the fuck's the gate? Yeah. Tell me where this gate is. You get me, yeah. right? So yeah, be be just be a big sister to her. Be a bit. Make sure she's only smoking the good stuff. That's uh, that's my two pence. Very good point. Okay, this one is by Kara. Uh, slightly longer than the other ones. Mm-hmm. I was at work and wore a very tight skirt. Apparently, at some point during the day, it ripped slightly because I don't wear underwear. I was showing off my ass crack. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I don't know until I got home. Sorry, I didn't know until I got home. But one of my co-workers mentioned it the next day. Quite a few people saw it and no one told me. <laughs> so I just find a new job. Boom. That's fucked up. So essentially she was... I mean, for one, for one thing, should you expect that people might not see you ask crack? If you're going to work with a very short skirt, she said herself, very short skirt, mm. things are going to happen. Where, yeah, what do you do at work that you're wearing a, shirt, that, a skirt that short that... People could tell that you did have any things on. She said, "Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't wear underwear." She oh, right, no, it, was, it wasn't a short skirt; it was a tight skirt. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It was a very I'm tight so, skirt. Okay, yeah, my yeah, bad, yeah. Cara. My bad, Cara. I was thinking you're a tennis player or something. Right. <laughs> you Where do you work? No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, no kidding. Private, um, private shop yeah, in yeah. Plymouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so during the, during the day, you know, yeah, just ripped slightly. Then she showed her ass crack. They saw your ass crack, but they confronted you about it. They didn't talk amongst themselves, so it's not that embarrassing. It's out in the open. No, only, only a bit like your ass crack. One of the co-workers mentioned it to her oh, the, right. next day. the next day. So obviously she's gone the whole day. You've obviously you've obviously got a very nice ass, Cara. Because if you had a nasty ass, then they would have told you right there and then. Mm. But they true. obviously thought, oh, it's a bit of all right. I hope this day never ends. Mm. I'm looking <laughs> to do some overtime or some shit. I hope Cara's doing some as well. Um, <laughs> And keeps having to fix her printer or something. Else. Damn. <laughs> but um, should she find another job? Nah, you'll be fine. Just own up to it. Just own up Just to it. Yeah, own I did it. it. Own it. Own, own that thing for own sure. It. Yeah, standard, standard. Own it. And um, perhaps sabotage some of your friends if you play sports with any of your friends. Perhaps sabotage the seams in some of their gums as well, so that it happens to them and that you're on a level playing field. There you go. Yeah. Do you know many people who don't wear underwear nowadays? Um. No, I met some girls one time when I was on tour with Rizzle Kicks who weren't wearing underwear, but then one of their fucking friend-zoned cop-blocking mates <laughs> kind of ruined it for me, because we were all in my hotel room, tell me, tell me, tell me. and this is let's, when I found out that they weren't wearing um, knickers, and then one of their friends who, they, one of them had friend-zoned this, this guy, and he just wouldn't leave her alone. He found out what hotel we were in, and he waited outside, so then they went downstairs, there were two, two, two girls, they went downstairs to, to talk to him and this was already about three in the morning and then five o'clock in the morning I've still got my dick in my hand just waiting <laughs> nothing ever came of it no yeah. so I actually hate people that yeah, don't wear knickers now I actually have something against people that don't wear underwear they're all bastards basically they're all fucking dickheads there you go Cara By sorry default. about that yeah sorry about that Cara I'm not saying you're a dickhead Okay, we've got um, one from a lad now. This is the first lad. Yes, lad Gary. Gary. Easy, Gary. I've used my girlfriend's laptop. Oh, I can see where this Ooh, is going. Yeah. I've used my girlfriend's laptop to send emails with her permission. Her, her history tab was open, 
and it had lots of lesbian porn entries. What should I do? Ah, it's not exactly what I thought it was going to be, but... Be very excited. What else would you fucking do? Thank her. Thank <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> wipe, the, wipe the computer down after you've used it. I don't know. Just... Thank her, bro. Um, yeah. I, That's not a problem, Gary. I don't Gary. think it's a problem at all. Just go through and go, seen it, seen it, yeah, yeah. seen yeah. it, seen <laughs> it, seen <laughs> it. <laughs> not seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, favourite some of them. Because then she'll go back to the library and see some of them have been favourited. There you go. And she'll know that someone else other than her has seen them. Yes. But like I said, make sure you wipe the laptop down after you <laughs> use it. Do you know what I mean? That's the polite thing to do. Yeah. I think, you know, nowadays, I think pornography is an accepted bit. It's an open acceptable thing yeah. for everybody if you're doing you know you can get it on your phone very easily mm-hmm. it's not a problem I think he needs to um, you know have you have you ever forgotten to because I watch porn quite regularly on my yeah, phone right um, and very regularly I forget to close that mm-hmm. window and then I'll be on the public transport sitting right next to someone who's just oh, randomly oh, oh, looking oh, oh, at my screen oh, oh, oh. I'll go oh let me go what's happening on the internet today what's happening on the Jesus. world wide web this <laughs> I'll open my and it will literally be just some woman getting just fucked all oh. over um, or like it'll be like the cum shot do you know what I mean it'll oh, literally no. just be resuming and it'll just be a woman and just like uh, and then just the cum shot Jesus it's, yeah. it's scary have you ever um have you ever sort of had any parents' pornography stories? No, like, no. My, my parents are um, staunch Catholics, so they probably don't even know what pornography is. Yeah, oh, I see, 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 see. <laughs> they probably think it's like, a, I don't know, um, like, like geography. Yeah. You know what I mean? They probably think it's something that you learn at school. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. Good. But do you know, like, there was a time in, in the world where the phones were getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. The time that the phones were the smallest was the time that you realised you could get porn on a phone yeah, and they got true. bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruv, you're very, you're very right, you know. Isn't it? There is a direct correlation <laughs> between the rise of watching porn yeah. on phones and the, oh, the yeah. size of the, uh, the, 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 the gradual increase in screen Jesus. size. Incredible, incredible. That's I do remember this one thing, I'll just say this quick story. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember... Um, you know the old school thing of, you know, there used to be, like, bags in, um... You go to a forest and there'll be a bag of porn bags or something mm-hmm. like this. I think my mate, my mate had these bags. He gave me this bag. And I remember I went... I used to share a room with my brother. And I'd obviously been really tired. And I thought, oh, let me just check these things out. So I'd check the things out. All I do... All I remember is waking up and them not being there. <laughs> and I thought, oh, shit. So my mum had just come in and found me falling asleep with oh, these porn bags on me. And just like, yeah, just... Get rid of them. <laughs> Never spoke about it. <laughs> On that note, yes. that brings us to the very end of this episode of Pain and Sylvester Incorporated, co-presented with my mate Beanie and AJ. It's been a great show. Um, catch me on Friday on the Friday social, and I'll be back next week. So will Harley, Reese, and Natalie. Peace. Peace. <laughs>